It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious lineupmedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back again for another episode of the Drop Podcast. And as always, I am your host, Lance Tescott. In today's episode, we're going to be doing the game recap of the Blues versus the Panthers. A chance for Blues fans in St. Louis to see Yarmir Yager, the ageless wonder. Uh, this guy just keeps playing and playing, wants to play 30 years in the NHL. Just just amazing. I mean, the only other player I can really compare him to, uh, you know, that's played, you know, this long and could play a couple more years would be Gordie Howe. I mean, this guy just keeps playing and playing. He plays great in the regular season, but I think when the game speeds up, you kind of lose him in the uh, uh, in the playoffs. But, uh, hey, he's uh, one of the top guys to ever play the game. Uh, I've always said he was a great player from the time he came up. Uh, just great skill. Him and Lemieux together had to be one of the best one-two combos in the league when they were younger. So sad to see uh, Lemieux's career end early with uh, back injuries. But uh, just a great player all around. The Blues coming into this game were looking to get back on the winning track after winning five in a row. They lost a tough one to Buffalo on Saturday, a Buffalo team that's been playing very well with the number one power play in the league, and the Blues lost that game 3-2. to two. They tried to come back, but it was just a little too little, a little too late. So uh, going into this game, we had the Panthers on a winning streak, four games on the road. They were hoping to increase that and go 5-0. and The Blues were hoping to stop that and uh, get a win before this uh, this mini vacation they get until they play Chicago uh, on the 26th. Uh, both goalies would have to be on spot in this game. And to start it off, uh, Jake Allen had to make a big save just a few minutes into the first period. Well, one thing that Mike Yo talked about today is that the Panthers can score off the rush. They pick it off here and Smith a drive. And a save by Allen. A really nice save by Jake Allen on uh, Riley Smith. He made it look uh, very, very easy. It wasn't a, a very difficult save, but it was a good save by Jake Allen to keep this game at 0-0. Zero to zero. Jake would continue to make some great saves, but he just could not keep Florida off the scoreboard, and they got the first goal of the game to take a one to nothing lead midway through the first period. Well, lots going on. Only a few days before the trade deadline, so you're looking around the league. A lot of Pukes got in front, Marchessault, and Allen. No, he it's scores. It. It's it. He beats Jake Allen. Jonathan Marchessault gets his 17th of the year, and the Panthers again oh. do the job in the first period on the road. Now, Marchessault certainly doesn't want to let up. He has been solid all season long. He has been the reason why some may say that the Florida Panthers are still in the race. But a terrific pass by Bukestad on the strong forecheck right there. And then he snuck it in short side. But we all thought Jake Allen had it because Jake Allen thought he had it as well. Well, Jake didn't have it. And I think the difference was... Uh... The fact that the goalie's pants have changed. They're not as bulky on the sides and don't stick out as much. And it's harder for these goalies to get right up against the goalpost. And that one just snuck between his pads and the goalpost uh, to give Florida a one to nothing lead on a goal by Marsh Assault. 
and that would be a 17th. Very good player for them. And Bukestad gets his fourth assist. And as I said, that was uh, 10 minutes and 40 seconds into the first period. And Florida takes the lead one to nothing. Florida's got a good offense, guys. And they would continue to put pressure on Jake Allen. And he would have to make some very good saves in this first period, including this one. So the Blues down by one. Albertuzzo checked in front. Allen a save on Bukestad. As again, the Blues cough it up in deep. Yeah, the Blues in the first period uh, were giving the puck up a little bit too much in their own end, and uh, Bukestad almost made him pay, but Allen made a great save on that one. I, guys, I hope you got to watch this game because Jake Allen played great. So after the first period, it's one to nothing Panthers. I mean, the goalies kept this game so close. It could have easily been 3-3, three 4-4, to 2-2, three, to four, two to two, but both goalies played very well. Uh, you know, Jake got that bad break on that goal to put the Blues down one to nothing. But, man, he played great. And going into the second period, teams weren't really changing their strategy. They were putting pressure on both goalies. Both goalies were up to the task. And with just a little under eight minutes into the second period, Reimer made a great save to keep this a one to nothing Florida lead. There's a good gap. I mean, there's little gap between the forwards and the deep. Take a look at all five jerseys, all within a few feet of each other. Perot puts it in front, and oh, James Reimer! He stretched out to his right as Yuri Laterra looked like he had an open net. He did have an open net. He got robbed. Man, Reimer made a great save on Laterra there. Just put his pad out, and he wasn't having any of that. So uh, going through the second period, both teams were just pressuring the goalie. It was a fun game to watch back and forth on both sides. Some good defensive stops, some great saves by both goaltenders. And going out of the second period, it would still be one to nothing. The Blues really needed to come out and get something going because at that point, Reimer was just, just stymieing them. They had no answer for him. But eventually, uh, we welcomed back Kyle Brodziak recently, and uh, it was nice to see this guy who's been hurt for a while put the Blues uh, in a position to tie the game at one apiece. Brodziak in front, a shot by Reeves, and Reimer went down, covered the low part of the net. At the line, Pareko drive, right on, rebound. Reeves backhander. He let that fly. And the Florida Panthers in their own zone, obviously on their heels. The Project line, they've had a great season. No doubt about it. Maybe the most consistent line all season long. And the backhander by Reeves. Upshaw in front. Brodziak returns the lineup in the last game and bangs it home to the glove side. No chance for James Reimer, who has been brilliant in this game. What a determined shift by the Brodziak line. Another timely goal by the Blues fourth liner, Brodziak, Scotty Upshaw, and of uh, course, Ryan Reeves. They're there when the Blues need them. There's been so many games where the Blues have not been able to score, and that line has come through. Just great to see that fourth line working hard and get a goal. That'd be Brodziak's seventh goal of the year. Upshaw, his fifth assist. Reeves, his fifth assist. And that was just two minutes and 54 seconds into the third period. The Blues at this point are looking pretty good. They had tied the game up. They had some confidence. But there would be a lapse just about a minute later. And Jake Allen would have to make a key save to keep the game at one apiece. Panthers the other way. And Barkov to Huberdeau. Drops it to Yager. Off the mask, perhaps, of Jake Allen. And then shot wide. Great save by Jake Allen. 
to keep this game at uh, one apiece. It would be a hard-fought third period for both teams. You're getting down to about three minutes left. Both teams are getting opportunities. The Panthers start to put some pressure on Jake Allen. You're getting down to about a minute left, 40 seconds left. Panthers are in the blue zone, and uh, you know, you're hoping this game goes to overtime or a shootout, and the Blues can at least get a point out of it. But it was not to be with just about 4.6 seconds left. Vincent Trocek gets his 21st goal to give the Panthers a late win, 2-1. to one. And back again for Vinny Trocek. 15 left in regulation. His shot in front. Oh, and the flex just over the net off a blue stick. 10 to go. Smith in front of the net. Here's Pesic. Here's Trocek. Firing score! Vinny Trocek! He gets the goal with four and a half seconds left. It's 2-1. It was kind of unbelievable, but uh, the Panthers were really putting the pressure on the Blues at that point. That uh, game-winning goal by Trocek would be his 21st of the year. Pissix gets his uh, ninth assist, and Smith gets his 15th assist. That was uh, 19 minutes and 55 seconds into the third period. So, in other words, about 4.6 seconds left, and the Blues fall 2-1 to to the Panthers late. Tough, tough loss for them. I think the Blues played well enough to win. Just a great goalie battle, and Florida was able to put that last goal in so uh, the game would not go into OT. So let's now get into the stats of the game. Uh, the Blues, uh, with the loss, fall to 31-24-5. Panthers improved to 28-20-10. Shots on goal, Panthers had 33, the Blues had 27. Uh, both teams had power play opportunities. Uh, Florida was 0-1, the Blues were 0-2. for Faceoffs, 54% for the Blues. 46% for um, the Panthers. Marcia Salt got his 17th goal. Trochik got his 21st goal. Bugestad got his uh, assist. Smith got an assist, and Pissick uh, gets his assist. And James Reimer made 26 out of 27 saves. On the Blues side, Brodziak got the only goal, his seventh. Upshaw got an assist. Reeves got an assist. And poor Jake Allen, who played a great game, made 31 out of 33 saves. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game press conference where we're going to hear from uh, Jake Allen, Scotty Upshaw, and Coach Mike on this 2-1 to one loss. You got to battle. You got to get pucks out, pucks in. We got a, we had 30 seconds left to salvage a point in a game that we did played not good, and those are huge points right now. Just, just that's could have ended up in two points and slipped away. You feel like you had some momentum there? Not a ton. Now we got pucks in. We played better than we did in the second, but definitely wasn't our best game. It's we, uh, be we battled hard to get back, and uh, you know, games like that uh, decided by one shot. Really, it was a shot Jake didn't see, and um, you know, they they had a lot of pressure on us in the last minute. Uh, we had to find ways to get get the puck out, and we didn't. And uh, you know, we battled hard, but those games are those games are big. They they definitely sting. He was just talking about. The- it seemed like all night was it was it tough controlling pucks out there. The ice wasn't very good. It just didn't seem like maybe you guys had the crispness in your game that you're normally. Yeah, used no. To. It seemed both teams were kind of struggling with the puck a little bit. Uh, the ice definitely wasn't wasn't the best, but uh, that plays into both teams' hands. And we uh, our building, we you know we didn't we definitely didn't come out the way we wanted to. And um, you know they had a 
they've had a long trip and played some tough games, and we we definitely should have been able to, uh, you know, get harder on them tonight. We we let off the gas, we uh, turned pucks over, and uh, it's a tough tough one to swallow. But we got to uh, refocus and uh, come back after this break, ready to go. Just a bad way to go into the break, You're just having to think about this game for the next five days until you're back on the ice. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, but. Um, you know, you shut your mind off. Uh, you prepare for, uh, you prepare for a good long stretch um, to close the season. And you know, we're in a we're in a big fight for a playoff spot right now. So I think we all realize what what's at stake, and um, we're going to come back after the break with uh, with our best best foot forward. You guys had a big shift there to get the goal early in the third period. Do you feel like maybe you can feed off of that once yeah, you get back? Yeah, we tried to get you know get the guys going. Uh, tried to just create a lot of energy. Uh, we, there was a big shift. Um, I felt like after that, guys, uh, we gained the momentum and uh, we brought it to them. But Reimer played great. Their team uh, for for a tough uh, tough trip. Their team played great on their last last game. So give them credit. It's like Mike was putting your line out there in a lot of key situations. situations. Yeah, yeah there, situations. Was, uh, there were times where I think he just felt whoever's creating energy and getting pucks deep are going to go out and play. And um, no matter what what lines out there, we all uh, we're all out there to do a job, chip in. Um, you know, sacrifice, uh, make make hard plays, and yeah, it's just a tough game. It's you know they score four seconds left from a point shot. We don't see. Other than that, we're going to overtime with a good chance to win the game. You know that we, uh, yeah, I think we we put ourselves in a position where we should have a bad taste in our mouth for a couple of days. But uh, you know, we've got this break now, and uh, and what what I hope happens is that. We take a little time to to think about our situation, what we got, um, you know, as far as finishing off the season and and uh, the situation we're in, and and uh, a pretty good idea in in my eyes of of what our best game looks like the last ten games, um, the things that we're doing, and um, you know, and we need to make sure we have the recognition and the understanding that it has to be every night now. Well, for me, it starts, uh, it's a matter of uh, desperation. It's a matter of uh, the little things. And so I see loose pucks. I see one-on-one battles um, that they were a little bit more determined in that area. And that uh, that obviously can't happen. So uh, there is there is opportunities to jump on loose pucks. There is opportunities to um, to kill the play. And, uh, and that didn't happen. Just didn't seem like, first two periods especially, just something seemed like it was missing. I, I well, I I think uh, to start, you know, the first, the, the you know, the first few shifts out of the gate, I thought we were going. It, it looked it, it looked like a good sign. Uh, we made a mistake. They scored a goal, and then we just got pushed out of the game. And uh, and so for me, that's on our preparation. Um, you know, we're a little bit concerned about. Uh, whether it's focus coming into the break, and uh, you know whether it's uh, the opponent not having the, the hatred or the emotion going into the game that we needed to have, we, you know these are things that um, you know you have to make sure that you uh, find a way to prepare. And when that happens, you don't get pushed out. So when the other team scores or something bad happens, you continue to go out there and you continue to do the things you need to do, and that's how you climb back in the game. Instead, what happened after they scored? Um, the things that had us being uh, successful or having success as far as getting to the offensive zone, um, generating a, a number of shot attempts and, and scoring chances, uh, we became a, a team that started to turn pucks over um, and a team that, uh, it, you know, just went around it the wrong way. Uh, 
Well, in the third period, yes. Uh, you know, there was some there was some face-off situations. I mean, the, the message was was just pretty simple going into the third period uh, that uh, the lines will sort themselves out, and uh, and the guys that uh, that want to play and want to make the difference, they'll they'll be the guys that get a chance to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We need more of that. Yeah, yeah he was he was great. Uh, he gave us every opportunity. You know, I, I think even even when we scored that tying goal, um, that's where you'd like to 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 grab that opportunity and go for the throat. And uh, and I felt that they did a much better job than us um, of grabbing that moment. And and you saw the three, four shifts that they had after that, how they just generated the momentum and they grabbed the game back from us. And we've got to be stronger in that area. We've got to recognize what's, what's, what's at stake at that point and, and, uh, and how to go about it. So it's kind of a disappointing night. You know, I knew that, I know it's a good team over there. I know they've got skill. Um, I think it's an underrated group, uh, underrated group of defensemen, how they execute, how they move the puck, um, how they skate. And I think we let that group play that type of game, that group of defensemen. I don't think we were hard enough on them. And uh, and that was the result we saw. Well, we'll get the rest that we need, and part of the rest is mental. Uh, but uh, we have to understand that that we got a great challenge coming up, and I hope that we get excited for that. Uh, you know, I still think that we're in a position where you know we can take care of what we need to take care of, then then we'll be where we need to be, and that's uh, that's my focus. I, we we have a group that's good enough. There's no question. Um, you know, I, I know that this is a group that hasn't really been in this situation before, so that's a good experience. So we're going to have to be mentally tough. We're going to have to, uh, you know, make sure that we bounce back from losses in, in the right way and make sure that we handle the, lo- the wins the right way as well. So uh, for me, I'm, 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 you know, very frustrated and disappointed about this game tonight. Uh, but, you know, once the, the clock turns to midnight, I will start looking forward and get excited about the opportunity towards the end of the season here. You know, I know the guys are really down on themselves, and it is a tough loss. And there were parts of the game where the Blues didn't play well. There were times where they couldn't get the puck out of their own end. But they were in the game and could have very easily won the game. Uh, I don't think Florida outplayed them by that much. It was just that little extra that Florida gave that made the difference, and the Blues need to make sure that next time it's them that that, uh, gives that little extra. So uh, the Blues lose this game 2-1, to and now have lost two in a row after winning five in a row. Their next game will be against the Blackhawks on the 26th. Let's hope they can start another winning streak and move forward because from now until uh, Sunday, there's going to be uh, plenty of games with teams like Calgary, uh, teams like Nashville, uh, teams like L.A. that are chasing uh, you know, a playoff spot, and the Blues could uh, possibly fall into one of the wild card spots. Uh, so they're going to have to really come out and play well against Chicago and uh, Edmonton coming up. Uh, th- these are teams they've got to beat to continue to s- solidify a playoff spot. With that being said, that's all the time we have for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm going to be back here shortly with uh, my take on the top 100 NHL players of all time. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that in my next episode. And then after that, uh, I will be back for... Uh, to cover the uh, game recap against the Hawks. And that will be next Monday when we'll have that recap. Thanks again for joining me. I've been your host, Lance Descott. This has been the Drop Podcast. Until next time, have a great rest of your week and let's go Blues.
This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com or at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go blues!